0: My name is Tanya, and I am a home, homeschool mom of four children. I have a son who's 16. I have a daughter who is 14. I have another daughter who is 11 and a son who is 8. And my main purpose for this podcast is to encourage homeschool parents specifically homeschool parents with children who are either on the spectrum have learning um learning differences all four of my children are so very different um uh, my first child who is 16 struggles a lot with ADHD, and he has a little bit of Asperger's. He has challenges with being honest. He loves technology. He's very visual and spatial. It has been really difficult with him because I've had to, for a very long time, uh, put all of my effort towards him. And I had to sit one-on-one with him for a really long time. We've tried every different type of homeschooling with him. I live in California, so we have the ability to to privately homeschool if we want. So that's what I did my first couple years as we privately homeschooled and we were with a uh, private satellite program where a couple moms taught some things and then I kept my records with them and he was doing okay uh, kindergarten you know kindergarten's not even required in the state of California but you know he was an early kindergartner he was five right in July and I thought oh I can start him. In hindsight, I wish I would have waited a year, but that's fine. It's not a big deal. So we started him and he was doing good. And then all of a sudden, my uh, pastors, not my pastors, my this, his Sunday school teacher set me aside and said, do you realize I think he has Asperger's? And I thought, really? I don't... I. I don't even know what that is. So I looked it up and lo and behold, a lot of what he was doing really kind of fit in with what was happening, what he was doing. He was separating himself. He was socially really pretty awkward. He just didn't really fit in and he didn't know how to communicate with me super well. He wasn't, he wasn't on the spectrum as far as autism goes where he couldn't speak. He was, he was fine and all that. He was not late in any of those milestones. It was just really social for him. And through many incidences of just awkward social interactions, really, really hard to where my mama heart wanted to just break down and cry I decided to join a charter because then I thought maybe I can get him help. Well, the counselor sat in with him for not even 15 minutes and she said, do not ever put him in public school. He'll be put in special education. I thought, okay, so I've got to, I've got to homeschool him. And at that time I had three three children, all under the age of eight. And it was really, really hard. I had ended up deciding, my husband and I ended up deciding to do biofeedback with him, which was a huge blessing. They found the Asperger's, but they mostly found ADHD, which answered a whole lot of of, of things. He has a lot of... Focus issues, but he's also got a lot of issues where he he gets obsessed and stuck on one thing, and he can't have he has no peripheral peripheral vision uh, to see what's going on. He would, for example, we would be at somebody's house. And he would just walk into somebody's bedroom and go start looking through um, people's drawers for no reason. Uh, he had no concept of of it's not right and wrong, but of social etiquette. He really just didn't. I remember one Halloween we had uh, brought him out trick-or-treating. And he literally, by the third door, we had to leave because he sat there and he had the most unbelievable fit because he could not go into this person's house. He didn't understand why we were knocking on doors and not going in. He didn't care about the candy. He was very, very awkward in all of his social groups. Kids didn't get him. He Tends to want to be the class clown, thinking that what he's doing is funny, which isn't. Still at 16, if his boundaries are pushed, if his little brother pushes him, he gets angry and upset and pushes his little brother away, which, you know, he's stronger than him, so we have to talk to him about that a lot. So that's my 16-year-old. Now, the thing that has helped tremendously with him and kept me going with him as I just, I have to believe that God has us on this path. He's not a decision maker at all. He doesn't like to make decisions. However, a year ago, he came up to my husband and he said, I want to join the Navy. I'm like, really? Okay, we've got a path, which we'd never had before. So we signed up with the Navy Sea Cadets. And he has been thriving. He went to a boot camp and it completely helped him. Not completely. I shouldn't say completely. Uh, He still has his issues, but it is giving him direction. So one thing that I would like to encourage parents with kids on the spectrum is really help them to find a direction Most of his friends, I would say, a lot of his friends, not most of them, a lot of them are on the spectrum. He just fits in with with those kids. He has an obsession with Pokemon, so he has thousands of cards. He really likes manga. You can ask him questions. He can remember probably every single one of his Pokemon cards. His struggle is academically, he struggles academically He struggles with spelling. He's okay in math. He struggles a little bit. He really likes science and he really likes history. So he does well in those subjects. He has decided he wants to go to college, which has never been an option for him in his mind. But because he wants to fly planes in the Navy, he has to have a college degree. So we're working through that. Now then there's my daughter who had a really rough time speaking. She's not on the spectrum. However, we got her diagnosed with something called receptive, expressive, receptive, expressive. I can't remember all of it. Um, However, what it is, is it's an auditory processing issue. So she processes things really, really slowly. So there's another challenge. And I've had to hold her back um, a year because of her inability to process math. Well, she reads like three or four books a month. She loves to read. However, processing all the information uh, is difficult. And teaching her has been extremely difficult. What's interesting with all of this is that I have found that I struggled growing up learning. And nobody ever diagnosed me with anything. I was just slow. And... I fell behind and I could never catch up I went to college I did okay but I still struggled and I see her issues it's almost like a repeat of me I just wish when I was younger I would have been homeschooled because I think it would have helped me however her path she wants to go on is she wants to be a cook. She wants to go to college and she wants to to get a major in culinary arts, which is fantastic. That's her passion. She loves to write. She struggles in grammar and she struggles in writing her thoughts properly. But an encouraging word I would give to anybody with a child with processing issues is just let them express themselves how they express themselves. She is my hardest worker by far. She's pretty obstinate, so I have to kind of... I have to mellow out a little bit. Um, That's another encouragement I would give to anybody who has children with issues is that you just kind of have to mellow out yourself and not take it personal. It's so hard not to take it personal when they're rude and disrespectful. I'm learning that still. And I've been a parent for almost 17 years. Now I have my third child. My daughter is very bright but she's extremely social and she would rather just be hanging out with friends than doing any sort of school. And her issue is she's more, I wouldn't say necessarily gifted, but she catches on extremely quickly, memorizes really, really well. However, if she doesn't get something right away, it frustrates her. So I've had to learn to let her go away from the situation if she gets frustrated because she elevates very, very quickly. She doesn't want to do math because what I'm asking her to do is harder than she thinks she can do. However, when I explain it to her, she can do it. So it's all very, very interesting. And my fourth is still second grade. He's a quick learner He memorizes extremely quickly, except he is highly emotional. So I have four very different dynamics that I have to teach. And I'm sure I know I'm not the only one. But my purpose for this whole podcast for me is to encourage others. I'm going to be bringing on... uh, other parents eventually who will be able to give encouragement from their experiences. If you're a brand new mom thinking homeschooling is something you want to do, but oh my goodness, you think, and I hear this all the time, oh my goodness, there's no way I can homeschool my child. We butt heads. I butt heads with my kids all day, but I am so glad I am so glad I homeschool them because I'm able to take each of their individual gifts and talents and work with that. I'm still learning. It's not easy, but that's where I am. I am very fortunate to be able to do it. I have to work a part-time job, but I am more than happy to do that, and I hope that what I've said today has encouraged somebody somewhere. It's almost February 2020, and this is the month that I know is notorious for my homeschool friends to want to give up because it's just too much. We can't do it. I already had a meltdown about a week ago and I had a friend of mine who is always my friend who, who grabs my hand and takes me off that ledge. I'm about to jump off because I just can't do it anymore. And she encourages me. So if nothing else, find that friend, find that tribe Find those people who can feel what you're feeling because they're there in the trenches with you. So I hope this has been helpful and we'll see you next time.